Hello, hello. Welcome to The Fierce Life with me, your host, Conceda Thomas. Today's show is going to be really, really fun. It's Sunday, April 1st. At least when this airs, it will be Sunday, April 1st, 2018. And that is my 41st birthday. So, As my birthday celebration and gift to you, I am going to share with you 41 things that I've learned in 41 years, and this happens to be our 41st episode. How crazy, right? So I don't know if you'll need pen and paper for this one. I'm going to definitely drop some gems about life, parenting, weight loss, just my perspective on the things I've learned. So you could take it as a fun and light episode and just listen in, or you might want to take notes because there are a few things that are a little deep. So go ahead and jam out to the show tunes and then meet me on the other side of the music for this huge share. Welcome to The Fierce Life, presented by Conceda Thomas. This podcast is designed to give you the food and fitness strategies, tools, and inspiration that you need to create sustainable results without making the process a second job. You will save the mental and emotional energy that's normally drained by this process and instead use that energy to live your most fierce life. Hello, hello, fierce friend. Before we jump into the episode today, I have a really quick announcement for you. I am bringing back the wildly popular figure-friendly menu planning workshop. It got rave reviews this fall, so we're doing it again on April 19th, which is a Thursday night at 7 p.m. This workshop is for you If you know what it means to eat figure-friendly, maybe you've been listening to the podcast or you've been reading my blog for years and you get it. You get the principles and you can kind of practice them, but you struggle to really put those principles into meals. Maybe you get it. You know you need protein and veggies, but when you sit down and try and think of a meal to eat, it just doesn't come together for you. Or maybe you know exactly how to build a meal based off of figure-friendly eating principles. However, you don't know how to take the meals that you really like. You know the ones that you eat all the time and make small tweaks to those so that you actually can't get results with the meals that you already love. Or maybe you know exactly how to do that. You know how to take the meals that you already love and you know how to tweak them. You're just a smarty pants like that. However, you have a super busy life. And if it doesn't have an appointment or a time on the calendar, it doesn't get done. Maybe you've struggled to carve out time to really just sit down and figure out like what are my top three to four breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snack options that I always eat. And let me tweak them to be figure friendly. No matter which one of those resonates with you, this workshop is for you. It's very hands-on. This is not a class. It's a workshop. So besides giving instructions at each step, this is not a lecture. You are going to be literally face-to-face with me via computer virtually building your completely customized menu plan made off of food that you are already eating but tweaked in order to give you the results that you've been after for a while. So again, that workshop's going to happen on April 19th. So even if you're listening to this and it's a couple weeks away, don't delay getting signed up because 
This is a very interactive workshop and in order to make sure that you get the value that I'm promising you from this web from this workshop, I only have a few spots open. So once those spots are gone, they're gone. And then you have to wait probably until summer for this to happen again. So if you're interested, you want to go ahead and lock down your spot for the figure friendly menu planning workshop, go ahead and head over to conceitathomas.com slash menu planning. Conceitathomas.com slash menu planning. All right, let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome to the Fierce Life episode number 41. This is 41 things I have learned in 41 years on our 41st episode. How cheesy. I love it. So um, guys, I really debated about whether or not I was going to do one of these because, you know, sometimes I read these lists and I find them super helpful and super insightful. And then sometimes I read them and I find them like super self-serving. They don't really help me at all. Um, so I have tried to curate this list in a way that it is an authentic share. It's really what's on my mind right now, things that I feel that I've learned and that I've either mastered or I'm putting into practice because I know they're true. And there are a lot of things, there's more than 41 things, thankfully, that I've learned in 41 years. But I curated this list in a way that I'm sharing the things that I think will have the most utility for my listeners. Again, I just curated this list in order to be helpful, and I hope that it is. And if it's not, let me know that too, and maybe I won't do one of these types of episodes ever again. So let's go. Um, I don't want this to be an hour-long episode, and it could easily be that if I went into great detail about every single thing. So some of them, I'm just going to say them and not give you much explanation. Others, I may go into detail, but we always continue the conversation for the podcast if you want to inside of my free support group, Conceitus Fierce Friends. So over on the show notes page, there's a link to that. And there's also, I, you know, I talk about it at the end of the episode. So if there's something I said that you're like, huh, what did you mean? Or can you expand? Just write it down and hit me up inside of the free support group. All right, let's go. Number one, perspective is everything because it shapes attitude. I know a lot of people say attitude is everything, but like how do we get to that attitude, right? That positive attitude that empowers us without faking it. And I think a big part of that is just perspective, understanding like what's really happening, understanding what could be happening. And a lot of times it's far worse and just looking for, for, the, for the lesson or yeah, really like for the lesson or the opportunity inside of the obstacle. Number two, your perception is your reality. It may not be the reality, but it is your reality. So if you want reality to change for you, change your perception first. Number three, you can't ever get what you won't admit. And I shared this in a super vulnerable email with my, um, my inner circle, like with my fierce friends who are on my email list, talking about something that I wanted that I struggled to admit and that I've recently admitted and I've been getting it. So um, hence, hence, you should be on my email list. <laughs> so number four, clarity comes before consistency. In the past, I've been really good at being super consistent, sometimes without being exactly clear with what I expected from that consistency. And so sometimes that has led to me being consistent on the wrong things, on the things that would not move me closer to the goals that I most wanted to achieve at the time. So clarity comes before consistency. Number five, oh my gosh, I struggled with this one for so long, but I finally believe that there is freedom in 
discipline. Not going to say more on that one. Number six, what other people think of me isn't my business. Oh my gosh, that's another one. I think that one took me until about 38, 39 to get. Number seven, in life, you pass the test or you retake it. So for those of us who sometimes avoid obstacles, I believe that life, and when I say life, really God has something to teach us, lessons that he wants us to learn to be better in general and actually to be better suited for the things that we say we want. And when we bypass those obstacles, they just come back in different ways. So you either pass the test or you retake it. Number eight, children are the perfect mirror. If you want to know who you really are, have children. Um, (laughs) And I'm just, I I think I'm going to drop that there. Like you will find things in your children that you absolutely love that maybe you didn't even appreciate in yourself and you realize they got it from you. And sometimes you'll find things that you really don't like and you wonder where did they get that from? And if you look deeply enough, you'll realize it's you. DNA is a deep thing, guys. All right, number nine, do what I say, not what I do, does not work. Definitely doesn't work in parenting, and um, I don't think it works that well in coaching either. Number 10, intrinsic motivation is gold. So if, you know, if you're not someone who's naturally intrinsically motivated, then leveraging your your extrinsic motivation long enough um, and then paying attention to the good vibes and the good feels that you have inside and kind of really just connecting to those and paying attention to those so that you can get to a point where those are what drives you not the external reward oh my goodness that that can change your entire world i know it's changing my world number 11 results are short-lived without appreciation or love of the process. Guys, whether it's weight loss, whether it's building a business, if you don't love what you need to do in order to get the results you want, once it's going to be really hard to do it long enough to get results and almost impossible to continue to do it after you get results to maintain it. So if you're going after something and you don't have an appreciation for or a love of the process, figure out how to do it differently so that you can develop that appreciation or love. Okay? Hope that makes sense. Like I said, if not, we can discuss this in the Facebook group. Number 12, at the root of every struggle is either lack of clarity or the presence of complexity or a complete refusal to submit to the process. When I owned a personal training studio, I had bracelets that said, respect the process, enjoy the journey. And basically, guys, there's a process. I know that when we set out to lose weight, when we set out to sometimes even raise our kids or build a business or create a great relationship, we want results like yesterday. But most of the things that we really want, attaining them is a process. And if we don't submit to the process, we just get to work that much harder at not attaining what we want. All right. Number 13, very simple, and you guys know I shared about this in like episode um, 19, but routines rock, enough said. (laughs) Number 14, schedules are super, that was episode 20. Number 15, you can't expect what you didn't instruct, and definitely learn this lesson again and again with my kiddos, but the same is true even in coaching. So you can't expect someone to do something or to do it the way that you expect them to do it if you've never instructed them on doing it. 
Number 16, inspect what you expect. I'll be honest with you and tell you, and it's probably no surprise because I talk about figure-friendly eating and efficient exercise. I love things that I can set and forget. If I can find a way to automate something, I will. If I can find a way to only have to look at it once a year, I will. But there are certain things that you cannot do that with. And even if you automate parts of it, actually paying attention to know whether or not that automation is working is crucial. So inspect what you expect or expect to be disappointed. Number 17, you have to do hard things. There's no way around it. Um, I won't say life is hard because that sounds pretty like glum and I don't really believe that perspective is everything. But at some point in life, and especially if you want to achieve goals, you're going to have to do hard things. So instead of saying, oh my gosh, this is so hard, period, as if that is the reason why you can stop, um, oh my gosh, this is so hard, comma, how am I going to get through this? Or what can I do to get through this? So again, guys, I'm not preaching to you. These are the 41 things I've learned in 41 years. So when I say you, I am talking about the lessons that I've learned and the conversations that I've had with myself. Number 18. So it's like the opposite side of the coin. There is no award for making simple things hard, right? So if something is simple, you don't have to make it hard. Like just do the simple thing the simple way because trust me, you will have to do hard things. Those are coming. No need to create your own hard things. Number 19 going slower is faster in the end. A lot of times we're in a hurry to get somewhere and we don't respect the process. We try and bypass the process. And so either we don't get there or we get there and we can't stay there and we get to try and get there again. So sometimes going slower, which doesn't have to mean slow, it just means not rapid, you know, speed of light. Going slower is better in the end. It's faster in the end. Number 20 Eat the frog early and often. So I've already said that you have to do hard things, right? But guys, the longer, I don't know if you've ever done this, but I definitely have done this and still work actively not to do this. But have you ever noticed how something that's hard to do gets harder in your mind the longer you wait to do it? And then sometimes we put it off for days, weeks, months, and even years. And then when we do it, it doesn't seem near as hard as you know, it may have been hard, but it doesn't seem near as hard as what we were imagining. And that's because the longer you've got something circling in your head that's hard, the longer you avoid, the harder it gets. So I really try now to figure out like, what's the hardest thing I have to do today and like do it early. And if it's something that's repetitive, like how, can, how let's do this more frequently so that it kind of loses that it's intimidation factor over me. Hope that helps. Number 21, procrastination can be beat by blocking. And by blocking, what I mean is like chopping up the thing that you're procrastinating into really, really small parts. So sometimes, to be quite honest, I procrastinate recording these podcast episodes. I like to record four to six episodes at a time. And sometimes I'll look at that item on my to-do list, record six episodes, and I'm like, uh, uh. But what I've learned to do is say, okay, write the outline for six episodes. Okay, today, record six episodes. Okay, tomorrow, edit six episodes. And then write social copy to promote six episodes. So sometimes even just doing that, I'll knock out everything in one day. But the fact that I've given myself permission to just take a small piece of it gets me excited to start. So that's a big one. If you, like me, are a recovering procrastinator, there you go.
22. Just do it. That whole mantra and mindset can be motivating or defeating. There are some times like we just need to do it, right? So record the podcast episodes. We, we just need to do it, right? Breaking it up helps it. Wash the dishes. You just need to do it. Get out of bed without hitting snooze 80 times. You just need to do it. However, lose 20 pounds. Just do it. Well, that can be defeating if you don't really know how or if you've done it a million times but it keeps coming back and you don't know why. So, you know, just be careful about your the inspiration that you receive because sometimes it's more hype um, than anything. Just do it. it can be motivating or defeating. Number 23 is that oh, guilt, bad handwriting here, guilt and shame is rarely motivating. So when we miss the mark, when we fall off the wagon, when we didn't do what we had intended to do, um, a lot of times there's very little utility in beating ourselves up over it. First of all, it's time spent still not doing the thing. And uh, for many of us, it's time spent putting ourselves in an emotional state or in a brain space where it's that much harder and that much more unlikely that we will do the thing that we're guilting and shaming ourselves over. So, you know, look at the past long enough to get the lesson and to tweak the approach, but don't stay there. It really, it really isn't motivating. Number 24, don't take things personal. Um, This one was hard for me for a long time, but everybody, someone told me or heard it somewhere that everybody is on a journey that you may never know about and fighting a battle that you'll never hear about. So oftentimes when people do things or say things that you could take as offensive, it's really not about you. It is just, it's, it's part, it's, it's, it's evidence of the journey or the battle that they're on that you know nothing about. Number 25, I love this one. Green Eggs and Ham is the best sales book ever. Now, if you're not a parent or you don't have little people in your life, you may not know what I'm talking about, but it's a Dr. Seuss book. And it's, you know, basically this one guy trying to convince another guy that he would like green eggs and ham. And he acts, the guy is convinced that he doesn't like it. So he presents like a million different ways that he could have it. Like, would you like it on a boat? Would you like it with a goat, in a, with a mouse, on a house and things like that. And so- Really, at the end, he gets the guy to try green eggs and ham, and then he likes it, and he thanks Sam I Am, who's the guy trying to get him to eat the green eggs and ham. And I just find, I love that book. I think it's a sales book, whether you are, no matter what you're selling, whether you're selling coaching or whether you're selling, you know, an appropriate bedtime to your kids, sometimes um, we just have to approach things in different ways and frame it in different ways Um, even to ourselves to, you know, get people to bite, even if it's yourself, even if you're trying to convince yourself or you've convinced yourself that you just don't like healthy food or you just don't like to work out. Like, would you like a dance cardio fitness class? Would you like short hit workouts at home? Would you like it with a trainer? Would you like it with a group? Basically, basically, you've got to reframe things. You've got to be willing to look at things from a lot of different angles to find your end. Okay, 26, 
smiling and a lot of you comment on the fact that I'm always I've always got like a huge smile and grin but smiling really does make a difference and I tried it out just this week you guys I was doing something that I didn't want to do um it was dishes <laughs> dishes in a dirty kitchen when it was not my night to do dishes at all and I remember I've been told and believe that smiling makes a difference which is why I do it so much I believe it makes you feel better but I just tested it out. I was not in a smiling mood. I was not in a happy mood. And I just started smiling while I was washing the dishes. And I instantly felt better. So for those of you that don't like to smile and often don't feel so great, just give this a try, right? Number 27. Um, this is kind of like the opposite. People always say, you know, action speaks louder than words. If you really want to know um, how someone feels or whatever, just watch their actions. Don't listen to their words. And I think that's over, overly simplified. I don't think that's true. I believe that words reveal intent while action reveals commitment. So when someone tells me, like, I really want to lose weight, and they keep skipping the gym, yet they're involved in 1001 community um, commitments, and, you know, they're they're the best, you know, PTA mom ever, and they work 85 hours a week at their job, some people would say, oh, well, they don't really want to lose weight. That's just what they say, but their actions speak louder than their words, and I just believe that that's not true. Like, someone can really mean what they say and do the opposite, and the misalignment there really is just what they've chosen to commit to in the moment. doesn't really mean that their words have no value or that they don't really mean it. Okay, so now let's go to number 28. In order to master something, you have to be willing to suck at it. And I'll be honest, this was hard for me um, because I'm a, some, what, someone who would be considered traditionally smart. I grew up, you know, always, you know, always being able to figure things out relatively quickly, always being able to understand information and put it to use. I was in the gifted and talented program, blah, 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 like all that stuff, right? And so um, while I was used to working hard, I was not used to not being good at stuff, right? <laughs> so, um, but after, you know, after college and especially with changing careers and things like that, there were things that I really did want to master where I did not have my, my normal position of be, already being good at it. Like there were some things I had to learn to do that I absolutely sucked at in the beginning. And that was hard. That was really hard for me. And so I know that a lot of people that I coach, they feel the same way about healthy eating or about exercise, but they really want to master it. So I just want to tell you, if there's something you want to master, you have got to be willing to suck at it. If you're not willing to suck at it, then like give up the whole idea of mastering it because, you know, there's levels to this stuff. 29, effort exerted over time leads to ease. So something can be easy. And even if like how I promised you that you can create a lifestyle that makes, you know, the weight loss or the results inevitable. That's not just the marketing line. It's true. However, you got to know that while creating the lifestyle is the effort part, the inevitable results is the ease part. So effort exerted over time leads to ease. Number 30. If you want to help someone get somewhere, it's more effective to meet them where they are than to try and convince them of where they should be. And that was a huge lesson for me. Um, it's definitely played out as a mom, but I first learned this lesson as a coach. Like I used to be one of those who felt like, oh, you say you have no time for exercise, then you don't want to get in shape. And 
yes, you do have time. Here's where you're wasting all your time. But really, that's not motivated. And people just run away from you quickly. So if you really want to help someone get somewhere, like meet them where they are. Like literally, I have clients that work with me one-on-one who I, I give them five-minute workouts. And you guys may be like, what? Five-minute workouts? But guess what? They do them. And then they crave more. And then they become 10-minute workouts. And they lose weight. And they get in better shape. And those are people who I would never be able to help if I just tried to convince them that they should be at a place where they made time. So hopefully that helps. Number 30. Number 30. Um, oh, life isn't fair. <laughs> and guys, it doesn't have to be. No, 31. This is 31. Life isn't fair. We said 30 was effort exerted over time leads to ease. 31 is life isn't fair and it doesn't have to be in order for you to win so I realize that there are certain things that should be fair and that are and there are certain spaces where um the powers that be really try and make things equitable so like at home if you have two kids you try and make things equitable in the classroom and things like that but a lot of times you know we get hung up on what's not fair or why it's easier for someone else or the advantages that maybe other people have that we don't have. Like one of the things I always hear and it always makes me cringe when I hear people say it is, of course, Oprah could lose weight. She's got like a personal trainer and an in-house chef. And you know what? Okay, so yes, maybe she has some advantages that would make things easier for us if we had those same advantages. However, we don't have to have those advantages to get where we wanna go. And quite honestly, Having those advantages don't even guarantee that you're going to get where you need to go. So life isn't fair and it doesn't have to be for us to win. So like we don't need to concentrate on that part. 32, you guys, attention is finite. Attention is finite. We can do anything we want, but like trying to do it all at once is extremely hard. And I dare say for some of us impossible. So one of my applications about this whole attention is finite thing is when I'm adding something, I do my best to take away something else. And if I can't take it completely away, then I do my best to automate like one or two things, right? So how what that would look like, and I do this with some of my clients. So what this looks like for them is maybe some of them are wanting to get into better shape. And that means, you know, that they're going to eat healthier. That means that they're going to maybe make some time for exercise or movement. So I may suggest, hey, what about a grocery ordering service? Hey, what about buying some of your meals already pre-cooked? Or hey, for those of them that it makes sense, what about outsourcing altogether laundry and housekeeping? But basically, attention is finite. So even when you have the time in the day, you may not have the attention to, to, to give to everything that you want to do at one given time. So Realize that attention is finite. We can do anything we want, but usually not all at one time. And the busier we get, the more automation we need in order to keep things going. Um, number 33. Oh my gosh, this one was a really hard one for, um, for me to embrace. But um, sometimes our achievements, this can be weight loss. This can be business building. This could be getting your kid to like, put their clothes where they're supposed to be. It could be anything that you're really working to achieve and you feel like you're doing all the right things and it's just like not coming together. Sometimes our achievements are delayed because God is allowing our character to catch up with our goals. Meaning the 1.0 or the 2.0 version of you 
is not enough to sustain the goal that you want. So in that delayed process, God is helping you become the 2.0 version of you or the 3.0 version of you that can handle the goal that you have in mind. Yeah, just think about that one for a while. (laughs) It was hard for me too. Number 34, system strategies and routines only work when you do. You guys know I said routines rock, schedules are super, but let me just tell them myself, right? If the alarm pops up, right? So one of, one of the um, systems I have in place is I, I will put things in my calendar um, early. I'll have alarms that go off that tell me like when I should have a certain amount of food. If Jackie has something due for school, there's an alarm that goes off that tells me to do it two days before. But guys, there have been times where I've snoozed the alarm and I didn't do the action. I can't say systems and routines don't rock when I'm running around at the last minute buying things for school or when I didn't drink my water for the day. It's just that systems, strategies, and routines work only on the level that we do. All right, 35, knowledge is not power. It's simply potential. Number 36, while there is some utility in knowing the most, and this is said from a girl with a lot of degrees from some great schools, right? There is some utility in knowing the most. However, like taking the most action is usually the most beneficial. And if it's informed action, even better. Number 38, willpower is a last resort. I think that says enough, right? Strategies, systems, routines, When all that fails, then you use your willpower. But willpower is super draining. So using willpower in the place of strategies, systems, routines, like you you quickly wear out. Number 39, there is no transformation where there is no commitment. And this is something that I had to learn both as a coach and as a person. So there are things in life that I sometimes pay for, even though I know how to do them and could do them on my own, because the act of paying for them, that's the commitment, is what holds my feet to the fire to actually do it and get the transformation that I want. Number 40, you guys. (laughs) This one is like just a super personal one, Um, but you guys may find some utility in this because you're career women and entrepreneurs, right? But dreams need to be funded, you guys. Dreams need to be funded. So a lot of times people will tell you, you know, just go after your dream. Like, what is your passion? Go after your dream. Dreams need to be funded. I'm just going to leave that right there. Number 41 my final one, and although the rest of these were in no particular order, I think this one is probably like a really big one and a nice little bow to wrap this up with is um, things change and you have to be willing to change too. So I have learned in my 41 years that seasons exist, whether you believe in them or not, and being able to recognize the seasons, being able to recognize when they shift being able to understand what is most useful in that season and then focusing your energies on that lead to the most fulfillment and the least frustration. So that's it, guys. That was my super huge share. 41 things I've learned in 41 years. My only fierce follow-up for you is 
to go ahead and shoot me a message, either DM me on social or email me and tell me what you thought about this episode. Was it helpful? Was it insightful? Would you like to see more things like this? Or do you want me to just go back to the food and the fitness? Because that's, you know, that's what you resonate with most. And then if you want to continue this conversation or any other conversation that we've had on the podcast, you need support along this journey, become a fierce friend. Join my free support group, Conceda's Fierce Friends at ConcedaThomas.com slash become a fierce friend. If you want to listen to maybe a particular point <laughs> on this episode, but not every single one, this is definitely one of those episodes where you might want to visit the show notes page. Go over to conceitathomas.com slash slash ep41, that's EP41, where you can find timestamps and show notes over there. If this episode was good and it made you go, hmm, and it gave you some things to think about and you think your friends would enjoy it, please share it on social or copy the URL and text it to a few friends. And then finally, on whichever podcast platform that you're listening to this episode, don't forget to subscribe so that you'll be notified when the next episode airs. And if you would be so kind to rate and review the show, I'd appreciate that as well. That is it, Fierce Friend. Until next time, stay fierce. You're ready to master your motivation, keep your head in the game, and get the results that you deserve. And I have just the thing to help you boost your mood and wrap yourself in motivation every single day. Visit the Conceda Thomas Apparel Shop today to get your motivational tanks, tees, and mugs. Be sure to use the promo code FIERCEFRIEND for a discount on your first order of $25 or more. You can visit the shop at ConcedaThomas.com slash apparel. Are you sick and tired of starting over when it comes to your healthy eating? Have all your failed attempts got you wondering why you can't seem to stick to anything long enough to get results and definitely not to keep results? Listen, it's not you. It's the diet. Giving up your favorite dishes just to lose weight doesn't last. And force feeding yourself food that isn't even culturally familiar just because some guru said it would help you get results is a setup for failure. When you are ready to get real results eating the foods that you already love, it's time to schedule your eating audit. Let me help you discover the tiny tweaks you need to make to get results from the foods you already eat every day. No more diets, no more falling off the wagon, just real lasting results with food you're actually going to be happy to eat after you reach your goal. Schedule your eating audit today at ConceitaThomas.com slash audit. Hurry up, our introductory promo rate won't last forever, so schedule your audit now. If you've been wishing for fitness wear that was so comfortable that you would never want to take it off, yet fashionable enough to actually wear out for a night on the town, then you've got to check out my friends and sponsor Blessed Bodywear. Guys, they've got the goods. Once you try their squat pants, no other pants will do. I promise you, they're my absolute favorite. Visit blessedbodywear.com today and use promo code NOFUSS, N-O-F-U-S-S, to save on your order. 